My dear friend, wherever you are, I hope you're very well, and I hope your family members are also quite well. As for me, I have no complaints whatsoever. I'm speaking to you from Minneapolis. I arrived today and will be here on assignment until Monday. When reading the Bible, the plain meaning of the text is the meaning that should be accepted immediately. And when I say the plain meaning of the text, I mean not only what the text itself says, but what the text means in the context, the verses before it and the verses after it, or the chapters before it and the chapters after it, or the entire book, maybe the context for a verse. The plain rendering of a verse is the way the verse should be taken, unless the verse is clearly symbolic, as in Revelation 13 verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. That is clearly symbolic. But when the Bible says, the soul that sinneth, it shall die, that is not symbolic. When the Bible says, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it, that is not symbolic. That is literal. The literal meaning is he or she who faithfully tithes will be blessed beyond that person's expectations. The plain literal meaning of the text is to be preferred. Listen now to the wording of the fourth commandment, which you've heard so many times. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. It is very obvious from that reading that the reason why you and I are called upon to observe the Sabbath is because God worked six days and rested one. Then he tells us, let this be the rhythm of your life. Now, why am I saying all of this? The most widespread religion on the face of the earth is not Christianity or Islam or Buddhism. It is evolution in its various forms, a teaching that denies the direct role of God in the creation of heaven and earth. But the reading of the fourth commandment is clear. We are to observe the seventh day after working six days because that is what God did. But if one ad adopts the evolutionary position that the story of Genesis 1 represents long periods of time between creation of light on the first day and creation of the firmament on the second, long thousands of years. This is refuted by the fourth commandment. Because if God tells you and me, observe the Sabbath as God observed it, in other words, follow God's example, you and I do not live thousands of thousands of years. We live day to day. Consequently, the reading of the fourth commandment 
is a direct attack against the teaching of evolution, which in some of its forms preaches that there were long periods of time between the days when God made light and the firmament and divided the water from the dry land. God worked in six literal days, and the Sabbath commandment calls upon us to copy God's behavior, work six days, rest one. This is impossible if there are long periods of time between the various acts of creation. God created in six literal days. He rested on the seventh and the Sabbath commandment is a standing attack against the most popular religion on the face of the earth and that religion is evolution. My listening friend, God created heaven and earth and the Sabbath is a weekly reminder that you and I serve a God who gave life and who created the world in which we live. May the Lord bless you as you follow the religion of the Bible and you keep the Sabbath holy in obedience to your Creator.